Welcome to my COVID diary. My name is Andrea Hardacre and this is my COVID diary. Like everybody else worldwide, I'm trying to get to grips with a whole new lifestyle during the corona pandemic. I decided to chart my journey here. April 1st, 2020. It's amazing how quickly the hackles go up when you see something unjust on social media. There was a post this morning saying that the Scottish Minister had banned all sale of alcohol during lockdown as it was a non-essential item. I was fizzing mad for about a minute, then realised the date. If only lockdown UK was an April Fool. My daughter was disappointed this year that I didn't play a trick on her reminding me that last year I texted her saying she'd left her straighteners on and they'd burnt a hole right through her desk. The thing is, after I sent that text to her, I got preoccupied taking the dog out and she was left fretting for ages at school before I put her out of her misery and told her I was only joking. She's barely forgiven me yet. I can't believe that was a year ago. My life is just whizzing by so fast. Today I've been reading about UK family firm Timsons and how good they are to their employees, taking on former offenders, helping them to rehabilitate and ensuring that workers are treated fairly. The older Mr Timson apparently fostered over 90 youngsters in his time. I've known about some of their good deeds for a while, having read about it before, but I didn't realise just how good they were. They now actually give their employees money towards their driving lessons and ensure that grandparents also get time off to celebrate new arrivals. Reading the article did remind me of a time I got some keys cut at Timson's in town. I didn't have enough money on me and offered to go straight to the bank. The man in the shop just said, hand it in next time you're in. I was stunned. But this is their policy. They let staff, or rather colleagues as they call them, make their own judgement. If only more firms behaved like that, it's not rocket science to know that if you value someone who works for you, you get the best out of them. I think that's what would be a shame if we do lose the local shop as a result of all this. Because people who tend to run local shops know their customers and they build up a real relationship with them. I chatted with my mum today on the phone. She's not happy about staying in. My sister and her family have been keeping up her spirits by standing in the garden and talking to her from a distance. My mum is one of those mums who loves to feed you. I have an image of her passing a clothes pole with sweeties attached to the end out to my nephews. Never mind the fact that one of them is in his 20s. Mum has a sweetie cupboard that all her grandchildren read, and some of her naughtier children too. I'm looking forward to the lockdown being lifted though. I think we'll definitely be heading back up to Scotland once everyone's given the all clear to read that sweetie cupboard. My mum's in her 70s. She doesn't consider herself elderly, and quite rightly so. 
she's still very active and likes to be on the go. We have a lot of elderly neighbours in my street, some of whom live alone, and one thing that's been good for them is the NHS clap. It seems to really cheer them, just being able to stand on their doorstep and clap with others. It's really nice to see. Yesterday I did a phone interview with a mental health group in my area and we were talking about the consequences of loneliness. Apparently 9 million people in the UK admit to feeling lonely, either all of the time or some of the time. And loneliness can be as bad for your health as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. So it made me think of people living alone during isolation, especially older people. I wonder how they're coping. As much as my daily soundtrack of drum and bass from my son's bedroom can drive me nuts, at least I have people to talk to. Mum said today that if she ever gets to the stage where she's stuck in one room in the house, she'll go crazy. I think I would too. I think that's the important thing as you get older, is to keep going, keep on the move and keep in contact with people. I made a supermarket trip today. I think for the staff working there, in a way, everything is just carrying on as normal. I spoke to the young girl behind the till and she told me she hadn't really noticed lockdown. as She was going to work every day like she always did. It was lovely. She looked like she didn't have a care in the world. It made me think that I'd definitely prefer to be working somewhere than stuck at home. My latest job application was for switchboard operator with the NHS. I have no idea what skills that would actually require, but I'm willing to give it a shot, especially as they're crying out for people to work there. It seems difficult to picture us all going back to normal just now. I suppose it will be a phased thing, something that will happen slowly. Someone put up a gif of two horses kissing as an example of how we'll react when this is all over. Secretly, I hope not. I'm not really a huggy, kissy type. Spending more time online has shown me just how quickly I can fall down a rabbit hole. I found a post about Pont-Saint-Esprit, a town in southern France that suffered mass poisoning in 1951. For 21 days, residents didn't sleep and suffered all sorts of hallucinations. Some died having jumped out of buildings. Others reported seeing blood pouring from the ceiling or choking on a mouthful of hair. The source was eventually traced to bread they'd eaten from a nearby bakery. Some say there was mould in the bread, which caused the problems. Others say they were subject to a secret CIA experiment using LSD. I know there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there relating to what's happening right now. I've read a few of them. And I have to admit, it does make you think. So all this is ticking over in my mind. I started another two novels recently and need to decide which one to stick with. Both of them are dystopian, one more so than the other, but I suppose it's all about timing. I'm pretty sure that certainly this year we'll all have had just as much as we can stomach of dystopia. Despite that, I've had fun recording them and putting some sound effects alongside the stories, and I've now added one more thing to my list of treasured possessions. My podcast kit. I just don't know where I'd be without it. <laughs>